0: We are live. Once again, we are live, going live, going live in uh, from Oshawa, from Oshawa, from Oshawa, Ontario, Canada, going live from Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. Live from Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. North America. North America. Okay, let me get this up here. All right. So this is going to be good for those who have ears. Let them hear what the spirit has, has to say to his, to the church, to the churches. And uh, make sure you write your comments with your nations. And um, so let's do this. A good morning from Uganda. Well, you know what? I'm going to surprise you, David. Look at this. I got a flag, flag of Uganda, and um, for my brothers in uh, Pakistan, ah, where did you get that? Uh, we have everything here in the kingdom, and for the brothers in Pakistan, that's for the brothers in Pakistan, once they show up. <clears throat> once they show up. Because those are my two biggest viewers, is uh, Pakistan and Uganda. Of course, we have others. I got other flags. I actually have 60 flags, I think. Approximately 60 flags in my home, in my basement. So, anyhow... When I come to Uganda, I'll bring some of these things, uh, brother. I'll bring some of these things. Hopefully, anyhow. I want to bring uh, I want to bring Canadian flags, flags of Canada. So let's get started here with the teaching, and um, it's going to be quite interesting. I have to admit. And this is something that I've already posted on Facebook some time ago. is recording. Okay. All right. I wasn't even recording. So now we're recording. So basically, I'm going to do a short teaching on what the Word What the Word, what the Word, what the Word, the Word, the Word, the Word. What the Word has to say about man. (laughs) What the Word has to say about man, mankind, man. Uh, Mostly unregenerated man, unregenerated man, not so much regenerated, Man meaning saints, but sinners. But let's start with the foundation. Always got to start with the foundation, all right? Mankind, I wrote here, mankind or man is the author. He's the author. He is the originator of his own death and demise. And I'm going to teach this a little bit in context with God's sovereignty versus man's free will free moral agency and i may do a part 2 to this i may do a part 2 so let's start here with genesis let's start with genesis seraphin indonesia indonesia seraphin good morning uh, my sister well it's a, it's almost evening over there genesis 126 I'm using the Amplified for all these verses. It says, God said, God said, Shalom, morning, from Indonesia and Pakistan. Okay, we got Pakistan. Well, I got my Pakistan flag here. It may be upside down. Look, I got got my Pakistan flag. I got my Pakistan flag. I got to get one for Indonesia and other nations. I got lots of them. Um, so in Genesis, it says here, God said, let us, Whoa, the Godhead, let us make man or mankind in our image after our likeness, spirit, and then he goes on to say, and let them, who's them, man, mankind, ha <laughs> seraphim. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get a, I'll get a flag for Indonesia, sister. I'll look, I know where to find them. And let them, mankind, have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the beasts over all the earth. Ah, well, don't worry about it, I'm coming. You just keep praying for missionary enterprises. You keep praying for missionary enterprises over everything that creeps upon the earth. So we see that God made mankind, God created mankind in his own image. But then he said, let them, let man have the dominion. Let man have the dominion. Let man have the authority. All right. So, so much for God's sovereignty. All right. So much for God's sovereignty overall. All right. So that's your foundation right there. All right, and this is going to explain why we're in such a mess. <laughs> this this world is in such a mess uh, in the last six thousand years. If you believe in a young Earth, I believe in a young Earth. All right, a young universe, well, a young Earth, anyhow. So let's move on to Genesis two eight, Genesis two eight, Genesis two eight, Genesis two eight. Evangelists. Yeah, make sure you write down your nation. You write down your nation. You're stubborn. And the Lord God, the Lord God. Now, not just God, but the Lord. The Lord. I just posted something the other day. Jesus, you know, a lot of people, you know, they know Jesus, Savior, but they don't know Him as Lord. You know? And this is a big problem. All right? Jesus wants to be Lord, God wants to be Lord alright? And the Lord God, see how they went from God and to Lord God, planted a garden. That's because now man was created. <laughs> She's got all the flags. <laughs> I like that. Oh, I'll get the Indonesia one. Don't worry about it. I like that though. I like that. The planes, my Canadian flag, the Pakistan flag, Indonesia flag. I love that. Thank you, Seraphin. You're a sweetheart. Anyhow, Blessed. Amen. All right. So the Lord God, because God created man, so now the lordship of God comes into play. Planted a garden towards the east. That was the home. That was Adam's home. All right. In Eden. And there he put the man. He put him in there whom he had formed. So he had formed man outside of the garden. He created man. Then he made a garden and he needed to put him in there. All right. So that's our foundation. I'm leaving a lot of things out, all right? Genesis 2, still in Genesis 2. Let's go to 15 to 17. And the Lord God, there we go, God. Lord God, Lord God, Lord God, took the man and put the man in the garden of Eden. That's why I said, why? What did he put him in there for? To do nothing? To walk around doing nothing? No. Like most Christians do, they just walk around doing nothing. For the kingdom, uh, to tend and guard and keep it, to protect it, all right? To protect it. Protect it from what? From mosquitoes? From bees? From wolves? No, there was none of that at that. Well, there may have been wolves, but anyhow. No, to protect them from the serpent, all right? That's where warfare started. Warfare started even before the fall of man, all right? Man, this is powerful. 16, and the Lord God, there it is again, Lord God, commanded the man saying, you, man, may eat freely of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, blessing and calamity, you, man, shall not eat. For in the day that you, man, eat of it, you, man, shall surely die. You will die. Physically, spiritually, you will die. All right. That's what I'm saying here. Mankind is the author of his own death. And demise, all right? Not the devil. The devil had something to do with it, but he's not originally, he's not the ultimate author of his of man's death, all right? And God certainly has nothing to do with it. Let's move on to Genesis 3.17. Now we're going to Genesis. We're still in Genesis, getting our foundation right. Genesis 3.17, and to man, Adam, man, God said, because of you, See, now before that, he had, he addressed, he had addressed the serpent and he had addressed Eve. But here we have finally, he addresses Adam, because you, man, have listened and given heed to the voice of your wife, part of mankind who had given heed to the voice of the serpent and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, forbidden you, uh, saying, you shall not eat of it, that ground is under curse because of you, man, in sorrow and toil, shall you, man, eat of the fruit of it all the days of your life, man's life. All right, we got to get this straight. All right, that's why Jesus had, God the Word had to become a man, to come and save man, mankind, all right? We're still in Genesis. Let's move on to Genesis, uh, still in chapter 3, verses 22 to 24. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know between good and evil, blessing calamity, and now lest the man put forth his hand, man's hand, and take also from the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. So it was God's will for man to live forever and not die, all right? And if Adam had eaten from the tree of life after having fallen, he would have lived in that fallen state for eternity and there would have been no redemption for him, all right? Therefore, the Lord God sent him, man, forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken, all right, but God had told him, protect the garden, but now he got booted out, He got ousted out of the garden all right it's a sad it's a sad story. The fall of man is the saddest story. people think it's a fairy tale, no, it's not a fairy tale, it's reality, all right, and I'm going to be doing a lot of teaching on this. I'm going to get a lot of flack for it, but that's okay. therefore, the Lord God sent man, okay. Uh, forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground. Okay, so God drove out the man, well, Adam and Eve, all right, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden the cherubim and flaming sword, which turned every way to keep and guard the way to the tree of life, to protect that tree. Now, we have access to that tree today. We have actually access to that tree today, believe it or not, not physically. Anyhow, He had to protect that tree until Jesus came as the second Adam, all right? So let's move on to Genesis. We're still in Genesis. Now we're into the fall of man, right? This is the book of the generations of the offspring, Genesis 5, 1 to 3, of the offspring of Adam, man. When God created man, he had made man in the likeness of God. Spirit, a spirit being. He created them, mankind, male and female, and blessed them, and named them both Adam, mankind at the time they, mankind, were created. All right, were created. Now, this is very interesting. You got to get this here. You got to get this verse 3. You got to get this, where there's a transference of image, because Adam had lost the image, God's image, all right? So, when Adam had lived 130 years, he, man... Mankind had a son in his own likeness, after his image, and he named him Seth. So now we see Adam and Eve procreating, having their first son, or a son, but their their first son anyhow, don't matter who it was, was in their own image, which was a fallen image, which was an image, that, uh, that a nature that was void of God's image, all right? All right? So now Adam is spiritually dead, all right? Well, he became dead spiritually before that. At the fall, when he ate from the tree, he died spiritually. Eventually, died physically. But here, he transfers that spiritual deadness to his son, to his offspring's. All right. So, and it's been going on ever since. Every time somebody procreates or any other way, you know, they're 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 transferring that sin nature. All right. Uh, yeah into their into their offspring, to their family, and so forth. This has been going on since the beginning of time. So let's still, and we're still in Genesis. Wow, we're in Genesis, I'll tell you. Genesis 6, this is huge to understand all of this. The consequences, the consequences of all of this. All right, even more so. Genesis 6, 5 to 7, the Lord God saw the Lord, see, It's not not just God now, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, that every imagination and intention of all human mankind thinking was only evil continually, continually. And the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved at heart. You can grieve God. You know, as big as God is, you can still grieve him. That's why it says in in uh, um, the New Testament, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't sadden him, right? So the Lord God said, I will destroy, blot out, and wipe away man, all right, whom I have created from the face of the ground, not only man, but the beasts and the creeping things of the birds and the birds of the air, for it grieves me and makes me regretful that I've made them mankind. All right, so now he's about to destroy man. Why? Even more here. Genesis, still in 6. Let's move on to 11 to 13. The earth, basically mankind. All right, let's go on. The earth, mankind was depraved and putrid in God's sight and the land. Basically, has to do with man was filled with violence, desecration, infringement, outrage, assault, and lust for power. So (laughs) the earth itself is not going to lust for power. It's man that has lust for power and all these outrage, assault, desecration, infringement, violence. And God looked upon the world, mankind, and saw how degenerate, debased, and vicious it, mankind, was... For all humanity had corrupted their way upon the earth and lost their true direction. No kidding. And things have not changed. Things have not changed since then. God said to Noah, I intend to make an end of all flesh, mankind, for through men, through man, through man, not the serpent, through man, the land is filled with violence, And behold, pay attention, I will destroy them, mankind and the land. And he did with the flood, a global flood, a global flood. The whole earth was flooded. All right, I'm almost done here. And uh, let's move on to New New Testament, still on the same theme of man being the author of his own death and demise. Romans 2, let's go to Romans 2, 1 to 3. Now, I'm leaving a lot of things out here. Read the whole chapter, but I'm just zeroing on the word man, on the word man. Therefore, you, man, have no excuse or defense or justification, O man, whoever you are who judges and condemns another for imposing as judge and passing sentence on another. You condemn yourself because you who judge and habitually practicing the very same things that you censure and denounce. (laughs) Hypocrites. They're hypocrites. Man's a hypocrite. Not all, but most of them are, especially leaders, government leaders. Oh my goodness, they're the worst. Three, and do you think or imagine, oh man, mankind, when you judge and condemn those who practice such things and yet do them yourself that you, man, will escape God's judgment and elude his sentence, God's sentence, and adverse, adverse verdict. Wow. Wow. I got to fix this here. All right. Serious. Very serious. Very serious. And let's move on to Romans 5, 12. And then we're going to stop there for today. Therefore, as sin came into the world through one man, mankind, and death, spiritual death, Physical death, all kinds of death, and death as a result of sin. So death spread to all men, mankind, no one being able to stop it or to escape its power because all mankind, all men sinned, and we're surrounded by death today. We're surrounded by all kinds of death and darkness and decay. We're surrounded by it. Physical death, spiritual death. We're surrounded by crime. We're cor- we're surrounded by decay, sin, corruption. We're surrounded by it. We are surrounded by it. But God, because of the cross, especially because of the cross, God wants to change all of that, and He did. He did. Positionally, He did by by re or introducing onto this earth a new man a new man. And I guess that's where we're going to go for the next teaching, a new man. Not the old man, because the old man's, he's gone, he's kaput, he's worthless. So God had to reintroduce onto the earth a new man, a new Adam. That's why the Bible talks about a new creation, newness of life, a new nature. All right? Newness, new. All right? And we're part of that. Once you're born again, you're part of that new creation. But now, but now we have to, now we have to renew our minds regarding this new creation so that we can walk into fullness of it, walking in the fullness of it. All right. So I'm going to stop there for now. And uh, we're going to keep on going. This is gonna, there's going to be maybe two, three parts of this, all right? So, anyhow, I want to thank you uh, for those who are viewing, those who like the posts, those who like the videos, those who follow this ministry. Uh, always, you know, I'm always careful with that word follow because I'm not looking for followers. Um, you know, I'm just doing what I'm called to do and we're going to be doing more. So, I want to thank you for all of you. And, um, as I always, uh, finish my videos, I encourage you to learn on what it takes to walk in the fullness of your sonship of this new man, <laughs> this new man, um, and, uh, by learning how to walk in the fullness of the grace of God, which is what introduced this new man on the earth, this new creation, the new Adam started with a new birth, uh, with the new Adam that introduced a new birth that made available. Yeah, so walk in the fullness of his grace and walk in the fullness of the faith of God because that's what faith gives access to the grace of God, all right? So thank you, shalom.